I had a little interest in another class on the channeling and light language, and I did it online. It's two days. It's I think it was three hours each day where we practice channeling and then practice light language, and I pair people up and they they work together with that. And in Zoom, you can put people in little Zoom rooms and stuff. And so, if there is enough people interested in doing that again, uh, please comment below or email me. My email's on my website. So you can go to tracymahan.com and find that. Email me if you're interested in doing a channeling and light language online, probably over Saturday, Sunday is the easiest way to do it to accommodate more people. But all the input, you know, usually I do things around 2 p.m. Pacific time because then, then I can reach people in other areas around the planet and they can join us. So, so typically I pick 2 p.m. for that reason. If you're someone on the other side of the planet and you're like, is that why she does that? She needs to know that's not working. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, so that's the only thing I got really brewing is I had some people ask me, I had a couple of different people ask me if I teach the channeling and light language. And right now I don't have a, a location yet to do something like that, but I can mm. still do that online. Like and people were asking if they could do it in person to learn in person. They were asking if I teach the channeling. Do I teach people how to channel? Oh, okay. And I think someone was asking about that years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a good group the last time. I don't like the classes to be too big, but I don't want them to be too small either because it's nice to mix it up and pair you with different people each time. So if I could get eight to 10 people, that's perfect. That was my next question. Like, what's a good number? <laughs> yeah, so probably eight to 10 people would be perfect to get that going. So just let me know if you're interested. I'll set it up and make it happen. Okay. That's all I got. Okay. And you want those individuals that are interested to send you an email? Yeah. Send me okay. an email or... If they comment on this video, this video is on your page. I tend to be really good about maybe the first couple of days coming and checking on the comments. And then I get really bad at it because I'm checking on comments on my page. Right, right. So um, I understand. <laughs> so if you guys are commenting here, I will do my best to look for that. Uh, but emailing me is probably the best way. Right. And it. the best way to, to email you is to go to your website and you have a contact form. Email. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my email will be on there. Um, and that this way, and I know I sound like one of those paranoid people, but uh, last time I put my email on YouTube, I got so much spam. So this way, I know if you're going over there to look for it, you're not going to be spam. You're going to and mm -hmm. just put channeling and light language workshop or whatever right. on the headline. And that way I know. That's but, why I don't want to say your email address out loud. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, because even just saying it, puts it in the, um, what do you call it? The transcriber. And then. Oh, that's true. Huh? People find it. They certainly do. So go to the, go to the website. The link for that's down below in the description box. Perfect. Perfect. Is there anything else going on? Well, we were talking about all the fun little energies and frequencies going on. Um, I know that you guys are all in on this with us that, you know, Patterns are changing, sleeping patterns changing, feeling your energy levels either up or down. Um, yeah, going through <laughs> waves of emotion, lots of changes going on in your life. 
there's been a lot of changes going on with the planet with uh, the waves of energy. We've had solar flares, we've had the Schumann resonance doing its thing. And you and I were talking about my in the sessions lately, they've been talking about filling the, the grids, the ley lines, the collective consciousness, the waterways, all of that, just sending lots of energy into those. And so you guys have all been a part of that. If you're watching this, you've been a part of that where you are helping to um, bring in that energy, those channels of energy into the planet to give it a booster shot right now. And maybe that's why we're seeing a little bit, a different kind of crazy, I guess, maybe going on. But the more that I get into this, by the way, the less things feel crazy to me. It's like, man, all that chaos, all that chaos. But the more that I do the channeling and the, the more that I, it's like, I get this different perspective of what's actually going on, which is again, that collapse of of an old way and the less energy we give that the more the more of the right. other reality mm -hmm. that i've been experiencing like you asked me earlier oh that thing that i saw in the news and then this and then that i'm oblivious to it I'm <laughs> i know <laughs> i have to give you a little bit of details of it <laughs> yeah yeah so it's kind of nice to you know i'm not oblivious that things are going on around the world it's good to know, but how much attention do I put into it? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and what kind of attention am I putting into it? And that has been a really direct uh, slap of the hand going on right now is, okay, you know, this stuff is going on. Are you contributing to the chaos of it by getting worked up and upset about it? Or are you sending in the light and praying over it and, and seeing it being healed and corrected and moved into a better place? And so where are you putting your energy when you are watching this stuff? And is it, are you letting it trigger you or are you going into remembering you are a light worker and this is what you came to do and let's put light into that. So that's a Perfect. all of you guys, let's put light into it. And um, one of the things in the workshop, uh, Mending Fences workshop, which by the time you post this will probably be a couple of weeks ago, but if this resonates with you, that's on my website too. You can still get that, purchase that and listen to it. But Daniel goes into an extreme, yes, this is what we need to do. Hold gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. So thank you that the world's going into chaos so we can see what direction we want to go. Thank you that everything is starting to collapse around me so that I can see what direction I need to be in or where my energy has been focused so that I can change what I'm doing so I can create more of what I want. It's all about the gratitude going into seeing that, oh, this is here to change and shift and give me a new perspective and move me in a new direction or move us as a collective in a new direction and to start opening the eyes to that and seeing that that's a big part of what we're witnessing and the injustices. Yeah, you want to shake a fist at that. You want to get a little bit in there, but get in there in a way that's going to be productive and positive and make the change you want, not add to the chain or add to the thing. That's As you was talking about the ley lines and the light workers. And I was like, you kind of had to come up with a song or something. That's the sound <laughs> of the light workers working yeah. on the ley lines. <laughs> there we oh. go. Okay, everybody, let's get, let's get a support group going for, for Jason's new band and the ley line light. Workers. Who wants to sign up? <laughs> <laughs> You better be careful. You're going to have a band going on and Karen's going to be like, what is happening in my garage? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So what are y'all yeah. screaming over there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are they saying? <laughs> I love it. But Perfect. Yeah, there's some amazing stuff going on as always and uh, really powerful. Everybody's been leveling up. I think we talked about that or it showed up in a channel somewhere where we're all getting into a new level of who we are and understanding of who we are, stepping more into that power of who we are because we need to be holding that energy and that frequency. And some of you are out there holding energy back so that others can bring energy in. So you might be feeling tired. You know, you wake up in the morning and you're like, man, I feel like I just pulled a 40 hour week in one night and you might wanna go crawl back in bed and take a nap. There's a lot of, it's a lot of energy. Yeah. So yeah, but again, we create. So maybe affirm all of this energy work I'm doing is easy and I feel empowered and strong and energized. <laughs> Who knows? You got to turn it around. <laughs> yeah, turn it around. Start affirming that this that this is easy work and and it's a lot of fun. And it actually is a lot of fun. You know, when you start looking at everything and trying to figure out those puzzle pieces, what's really going on? What does this really mean? What's happening here? And you're figuring out those puzzle pieces, you know, you can have some fun with it and turn turn things around. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things that was really brought to my attention, and I, I'm hoping that this will help a lot of people, it was really brought to my attention that I was making other people's problems my problems. In other words, one of my children wanted, came to me and wanted me, how do I want to do that without totally exposing or saying too much, right? Family matters don't need to be on the internet, but wanted, wanted me to help them out in a certain way. And I, I could see that that was going to create chaos for me, so I said no. That's not going to work out, but I'll help you. And so then I was online trying to find solutions and this and that. And one of my other kids comes in and says, why are you doing that? Let them fix it. That's their problem. Mm. Bing. And how wonderful is that to come from a child? You know, well, not a young adult. And, um, and it's like, oh my gosh, you're right. That's an old pattern. I went in and tried to fix it for him. And then I started to become very aware of everyone around me that was doing the same thing. It's like, you know, their neighbor calls them or somebody else is calling them for something or this or that and sharing a story. And then they're trying to fix it for them or they're jumping in and helping them. And it's like, but now your life is becoming chaos because you're trying to solve this other person's problem. And if you pull that, if you pull your energy back, their problem's still there. Nothing's changed for them. And your life got easier. So it was really interesting to watch and, and see how sometimes I, this is my pattern. I will jump in. I like to fix things. That's what I like to do. But it was unsolicited. Nobody asked me to fix it. You know, um, there, was, there was no interaction saying, okay, yeah, come in and help, it, help us fix that. It was like, that's okay. We got it. Let them go get it. Let them go do it. And it's conditioned in us, I think, you know, to jump in and want to fix things for people. Right. For healers and different things, we want to help and we want to fix. But at what expense? So it's okay to come in and, and lend a hand or, or, you know, do some things to help fix. But how much of that are you taking on? Is it creating chaos in your life? Is it is it causing you to lose sleep? Is it upsetting? Is it is it turmoil? And so 
I think all of us could check in on that and be like, am I losing my balance with this? Am I helping where I haven't been asked to help? Am I doing more than I should be? Am I, am I enabling? What am I doing in this situation? And clearing that energy because in truth, we're actually helping when we stop helping. And so in, in a lot of cases, some cases people need help and you go and you help, but you're going to feel good about it, not chaotic and, and used and stressed out and different things like that. So, right. Yeah. So a lot of things, a lot of things coming to light and surfacing and, and, you know, we all have these patterns and we all have things that we're doing that we can look at and shift and change. And I think that's what these energies are bringing up for us. Yeah. Kind of, and also to go along with your points from a little bit earlier about like the rough times and the hard times, it kind of reminds me even like whether it's Dolores Cannons or other people's videos, it's kind of like <clears throat> you have to go through the chaos and the hard times to get to the good times. Like, yeah, you know, we have to get through this because if not, we're not going to demand change. So if everything is okay or fine, we'll just keep going along with it. But to, for change to happen, you got to go through the difficult times and the hard times. Well, and I think also if you're always living in the light, do you know you're living in the light? Mm -hmm. You know, and so we get, I think part of why we choose to come into these experiences is so that we can appreciate the other ones. And, right. You know, it's like we don't, we don't know how much we appreciate running water until we don't have running water or, you know, our water heater. You can vouch for that. <laughs> and it was like, the water heater went out and everybody's trying to grab showers and there's no hot water. And um, we don't realize how much we like that until we don't have it. And so I think that duality is such a great teacher. Helping mm, us understand right. and value exactly. when things are good. So what can you learn from this? Yeah. Hey, you can help me out. The uh, heating element in the dryer went out. Oh that? yeah. So, yeah. You go to Amazon, you look up your dryer. Yeah, we did part, that. mail it in. On its way. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, everything else is draped over the, the staircase railing. And <laughs> like we look like the rednecks, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, it is though. You you look at things like that, you know, when those things happen. So that's two things with heat. Let's look at that. Let's do it right now. The water heater went out. The pilot light went out. So the water heater still works, but there, there was wind or something that blew out the pilot light. Oh. So no hot water and then no heat for the dryer. Mm. What does that mean? You guys might have an opinion on to, that too. To warm up something? To warm your heart. Mm. Mm. Both of them are... Hot, steamy summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we couldn't have, we had to take cold showers. So maybe we needed a cold shower. I don't know. Um, but also we can't, we can't dry the clothes there. So the conveniences of hot water, the convenience of having our clothes dry it in a dryer. Um, it definitely brought back some appreciation, you know, to have a nice hot shower. Right. And, um, and to have nice, soft, clean clothes to wear. Because clothes do, they're a little softer when they come out of the dryer than if you have to hang them out. So, 
maybe an opportunity for a new dryer and a new water heater and a new <laughs> oh yeah of yeah. course <laughs> i know so many the so new many energy opportunities <laughs> yeah it's funny but yeah anyway so those are those are things to think about you know what's going on what's this showing me and um it, what with the dryer what it did for me was it gave me an opportunity to hand that project off because I'm a control freak, right? I was like, oh, I got to pull the back off of that and see what the element looks like and check it all out. And then I realized I got to work all day, but my son has the day off. So I asked him if he would pull the back off of that and um, check it all out. And when he finds the part, order it and get it on its way. And before I was done with sessions today, I got a little thumbs up, all done. It's on its way. Tomorrow it'll get here. We can put it in. So it was good. I got to delegate and give him the opportunity to learn a new. I do have to say past couple of years, and especially this year alone, like, you know, uh, when something happens, it's kind of like, what was the reason for that happening? Like, was there a purpose? Because everything happens for a reason, right? Yeah, what's so, the so sometimes it kind of like works out like, oh, because I went in this direction and I was late for this or, you know, I bypassed this, you know, you might think that, oh, my God, I'm running so late because of this traffic. Well, because of this traffic, this helped you out in this scenario and or this happened to you and you have to go to this place for such and such thing. You're like, oh, I didn't want to go there, but yet you kind of learn something from it or you saw somebody like you never saw in a long time and you're like oh what are the odds you know yeah put you right in the right place mm -hmm. so yes that does happen you know i've had experiences too where um i've actually bumped into people in the oddest place like you're traveling and you're not even in your own area or your own town you might be in a whole nother state and synchronistically it's like what are the odds that you're here too? You know, and there's somebody you know there. You know, right. crazy. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> All right, shall we go get Daniel? Yeah, yeah. Let's go bump into him. Okay, I want to shout out to Chris because he's going to have to timestamp this whole thing and get people to this part where Daniel is. So, hi, Chris. Thank you for always timestamping for us. No pressure that I announced you're going to do that. In Yes, and Chris is in Australia, so his screen name is Chris AU. So he, and if you go to the comments, he'll have the timestamps, and hopefully everything is going pretty good in Australia. Hopefully, I think it's all getting starting to get a little better. But last time I talked to Chris, it still sounded like there was a lot of restrictions going on there, and so we're just going to keep on keeping on with prayers. We just got to let it fade out astrologically um when i went to the conscious life expo the astrology panel was talking about about the time that that the big c word came in can we even say that without getting flagged now <laughs> it's when when the pandemic came in there was something going on astrologically in that thing it was a two-year journey mm. with that and it's fading out in april that's oh, okay. Right on time. Logically. And so it'll be interesting to watch what happens with COVID during April as we fade out of that. And I wish I could remember what they called it. You know, it's like Pluto in transit of trining this and, and squaring that. And I don't know what they're saying. 
but when they then they follow it up with what what they see happening with that. So we're all hoping that April's going to show show us fading out of all these restrictions and mandates. That would be hmm. makes you wonder what's coming next. All right. I think they're probably putting all that in there already. It's like, okay, we're going to fade that out. So look over here at this thing. <laughs> yeah. What else can we do to the collective? Hmm. Yeah. What else we got to work on? <laughs> what if all of that was happening for you and you just got to put the puzzle pieces together? I believe it. Yeah. Like Especially if it deals with <laughs> working out past. <laughs> what does the dryer have to do with my past karma? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do to bring this in? But um you know, what's funny too is water is emotions, right? So both of them have to do with water and cleaning, right? Getting clean, cleaning clothes, cleaning self. There's something there. Oh, kind of like how you said in the, in the very beginning, like cleaning out your closet, you know, getting rid of the old, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's something there and it could have to do with the emotion because the dryer isn't allowing the clothes to dry so they're still wet the water heater can't take a shower because it's cold um so the things that we normally would do with those two things we can't do mm. so where are we being blocked emotionally don't tell me this is to prepare you for something <laughs> where's the emotional block tracy let's go there <laughs> I'm sure there's something they're ready, just waiting to. Yeah. Let's just hope it's not to prepare you for something like uh, you're going to live in cabins and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Out there in the woods. Nature. You're going to have to go beat your clothes over a rock, woman. Get things clean. Yeah. So, Get your big old pot. That's funny because I'm actually watching that series 1883. So everybody's like, you got to watch it. Okay, I'll go watch it. And that's all about, you know, they're all heading to Oregon, where I live, and the, they're coming from Texas and going to Oregon uh, on the wagons, you know, and, and making their way, and it's their journey and how rough it is and scary it is, and yeah. Hmm. So it's, it is interesting, and, you know, it's also got its drama because it's a series, and so it's fun. But yeah, they are, you know, they're they're having to boil their water before they can drink it and do all these things and washing their clothes in the rivers and, and that kind of stuff. So going maybe, back to nature, maybe I manifested it going, Oh, I was watching that movie and they wash their clothes on the rocks. Oh, I know what it was. You probably, said, a dryer. <laughs> <laughs> you probably said, what was it like to live back then? And oh then my God. Maybe I did. <laughs> hot water. Um, yeah. Your wish is my command. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know here we'll just take away your your fun little accessories of water and, and clean clothes so aren't you glad it's a video right <laughs> who knows is this clean who knows <laughs> just saying okay should i get daniel we're yes. probably, again sorry chris you're gonna have to keep time stamping this until we get there chris is gonna be like come on let's go let's get to the let's get to the juicy like, stuff <laughs> uh, all right i'll go get this is awesome chris is awesome that we want everyone posting that chris is awesome chris a you you are awesome 
<laughs> okay. Let's get Daniel in here and see what he's got going. We, we like to play in this energy, the fun, the enjoyment, because it always brings the, the energies up and it brings everybody in a better place. And maybe your minds are not swimming around in all the thoughts of all the things that maybe are not keeping you in these higher vibrations. And so we say hello to you, Jason. It's good to see you again. Hello, Daniel. How you been doing? Oh, you know, we've, we've just been hanging out. Watching, watching the world go round and round. But as Tracy has already explained to you, lots of things going on within the planetary system. There's so many things that are happening, so many um, electrical and fun and zappy and, and juicy things going on, but also may appear as though some of that might be a little bit chaotic. So very, very interesting times indeed. Where are you at in your journey with it? What are you watching? What are you looking at? What are you feeling? What are you experiencing? And remember, you always have a choice. You have a choice. You get to pick. Do you, do you take a walk in the desert or do you take a walk in paradise? And so you get to decide which version of this you're going to experience. And that is the fun for us to be a part of this, to bring in these messages, to, to have this time with you so that we can encourage you to remember that even though things can seem chaotic and things can seem like they aren't going right, if you choose to step into seeing it differently and shifting your perspective and changing your story around that, you're going to change your experience and it's going to be much better or you can make it much better. You can also make it much worse, right? So we say to you, change the story, change, change how this lays out for you and start seeing for a better future with it and put your mind again on the things that look like they are going right and be grateful for the other things that are changing so that they can shift and move into a better place as well. Do you happen to have any thoughts or concerns or messages for what's going on in the world today with uh, the war uh, with Russia and Ukraine? We are looking at it from many different perspectives. We're looking at it from many different dimensional views, frequencies, vibrations. The war, the war is different in many different vibrations and it, it depends on which frequency you're going to look at it. So we're gonna to choose to look at it from the third dimension because that is the experience that a lot of people are having is a third dimensional experience with the war. And from that perspective, it looks it looks like a lot of injustices are happening. It looks like a lot of things are, are unfair and, and that there are so many people working on this. This is, this is wonderful. We wanted to get into the third dimensional reality of it. Yes, it looks like you think it looks like. And there are many things that we want to say to you about it. Look deeper, look beyond, look, look at what's really happening and not always putting all your faith in that which you see or read, but actually sit in your own space and tune into the energy and ask your higher guidance, ask your councils and your benevolent beings, what is it that I can do to help raise the vibration of this energy right now? And maybe spend some time looking at solutions and not as much time looking at what's going on via the television or through the news or social media because there are a lot of misleading things a lot of 
uh, untruths out there, and that is with any arena. We have spoken. We have spoken about this before. Trust yourself. Use discernment. If it doesn't feel right, look at deeper into it. If it doesn't look right, look deeper into it. Mm. What is the real truth that's going on here? Is what they say really happening? Is it happening the way they say they're? that is happening. We're not saying that there are not bad things happening over there and that there are injustices that are being carried out. They are, that is happening, but is it happening in the way that they want you to think it is? And we say this around the world. So many times, uh, many times people outside of the US, because we are in the US with Tracy and with Jason, we are speaking from this perspective. And many of you who live outside of the US how many times have you seen things about the United States that made you think it was a war zone? And we know you have because Tracy has heard people tell her that during sessions and all kinds of things. How are you doing over there in the US? It's that looks so horrible. It looks like a war zone over there. And she's like, what are you talking about? What's happening? And so you got to keep in mind that there are other forces, other people that want to keep you in fear, that want you to think that it is dangerous to travel or to communicate with other people or to be in these energies. So those of you who have seen horrible depictions of the U.S. and the war zones that it appears that they are in, that is not happening. There are chaotic moments, that is for sure. There are, there are things that have been orchestrated to look a certain way and filmed and made to look a certain way. That is for certain those things did happen. But we have to say to you, the U.S., the, the people that live here may not have known that they were in the war zone that you thought they were in. And so we say to you, maybe things are not what they seem. And if you are experiencing something that is extreme and you are part of, of the effects of what is happening, we, we are not trying to downplay that by any means. We're just saying, be careful where you get your information from so that you know you are getting factual information. That is all we say. There, there are definitely things happening and there are definitely things that need to be corrected in that and to create the balance. Now that is in your third dimensional reality. When you rise above that, it is bringing in, there are so many beautiful energies coming in around the Ukraine right now. There are so many beautiful beings, both on planet and off planet that are collecting the energy and, and helping to move this energy off of the Ukraine and to dissolve it and move it away. You have people in your physical world that are, that are setting energy, praying, whatever words resonate for you, that are sending beautiful frequencies there, that are calling in these galactic beings, these benevolent beings, the angels, and all of that around you. The master realm is very much a part of this as well. Master energies coming in and helping to hold and move these frequencies up so that this cannot be sustainable, that Russia cannot sustain the bullying that is happening, right? And what better word for that? And that, that the freedoms start to, the freedoms will start to, to, what do we want to say? It feels like, it feels like this perfect little crystal ball is starting to break, right? The freedoms are breaking out like the little bird getting out of its egg. It is starting to happen. It, it cannot stay the way it is. And people are tired of the way it is. And it has already, there's already been so much that that civilization has been through in the last couple of years, 
through the pandemics and, and all the things that have repressed and taken away your rights, your freedoms. And so now you're going to see the kickback coming in. You're going to see the kickback coming in. And it's, it's hopefully it's going to look as, as amazing as it does in our mind as we see the energy behind it. But you are going to see that happen as people rise up and people continue to rise up. You have had, you have had the, uh, what do they call them? The freedom trains, uh, both in Canada and the US and around the world, people are coming together for their freedoms. They are coming together for their rights. They are standing up and you see the energy shifting. You see the energy changing and everyone is collectively coming together in this. Notice how the people feel more bonded now than ever before. Everybody went through this world event, the world pandemic, and it bonded the people, didn't it? People don't feel so separate anymore. It's like we all went through this. When you brought up Australia, how is Australia doing at this time? And the collective hearts went to Australia because their mandates and restrictions have been so uh, strict all along. And everyone's compassion for that as, as they feel that they have been stuck or stranded or trapped in, in, their, in their space and not able to move about the world as some of the others have. So there is so much going on right now. And, and we want you to understand that people are coming together. More and more people are coming together. Look at how many people around this globe are now standing up and holding energy and space for Ukraine and moving this energy into more of a oneness and a collectiveness. And we want you to remember that these things are happening. Does that help? Yes. Yes, it does. You mentioned the pandemic a little bit. How is that looking from your point of view? Because some certain things were removed as restrictions and everything. Uh, do you see anything special on your side? Well, Tracy made a comment today because she she had a client that had to move her appointment and she heard something that made her heart sing. The client said, I'm not feel, feeling well. I think I have a flu bug. Can I move my appointment? And she said, thank God somebody finally called it the flu and not, not COVID or something of that nature. And we do feel the energy shifting and we, we hope that all of you feel this. It almost feels, it feels like the energy of it is dying out, like it cannot be sustained in what it was before as just not working anymore. And everyone is moving out of that energy. Even the ones who, who have been in the most fear around it are easing up with that and it feels better. And as spring comes in, and yes, Tracy mentioned the whole astrological thing, but even, even without the astrological components to it, as spring comes in, it brings in a fresh new air. It brings in, it brings in the, the nicer weather and people being outside and interacting. And what we think you're going to find is that a lot of people will be coming outside you're going to find more people now that they've been through this and all the families have been spending time together and having to come up with ways to uh, to go out and do things without going crazy in the confinements of their homes. You're going to find that more and more people are going to be out doing things now, hiking the trails, camping, going to the lake, going, going to the movies, going to do these things as families. And you're going to see more and more people uh, sharing time as family again and coming together in that way. And we, we think you'll start seeing that 
uh, in May, June, July, you're gonna you're gonna start seeing uh, the world is reinventing itself, and people are getting excited about that. And we feel like a lot of people are looking for new homes to live in, new places to live in, to just one to get new energy going for themselves. So they're going to move to new locations, maybe somewhere with more trees, maybe somewhere with a little bit bigger backyard, or maybe even a little bit of acreage for them, uh, land to plant a garden and do some things differently, getting a little bit more involved with the earth energy and being more present because they don't want to go back to the chaotic life that they had, the working 60 hours a week and barely making their bills and, and having to struggle through things and shuffle children over here and babysitters over there and you're working days, I'm going to work nights and doing all these things so that they can just survive and people are done with that. They're they are complete with that and they are making different choices and they are minimizing their expenses and they are doing what they need to do in order to move out of those old constructs and move into something new. And that we, we do have a lot of the pandemic to, to give some credit to it. Good things came out of it too. Good things came out of that. Uh, Tracy always calls it the great awakening because everyone comes into her office and they say, well, about two years ago, I started waking up and <laughs> she knows that they're in the COVID awakening. You know, they, their lives settled down. They had more time to do fun things. They started looking at things different. They played online. They went down the rabbit holes. They found Dolores Cannon. They found other deep thinkers and, and books to read and all the things that brought them into their awakening. And what a joyous ride it has been. And we have got to speak to a lot of you, a lot of you that have been on the two-year awakening, but so many of you also that have been awakening before that. And then this just amplified it for you. There's so many wonderful things going on. So many good things going on that we can put our attention on as well. And what we find is that people feel bad if they're not putting their attention on the bad things that are happening. And that's a conditioning. That is something that has been conditioned in you that when bad things are happening around the world, you, you need to put your attention on that. Well, we say, yeah, put your attention on that in a positive light though. Again, look at this transformation that's happening. Look at what's, what's going on there. Keep in mind that the people that, that are being directly affected by what's going on around the world, they came into this world to have that experience. And so as much as we wish that they weren't having that experience and that they were having a better experience, that is their experience to have. It is their journey to experience that. There's something there that they're doing with it. Maybe they're, maybe they're able to eradicate some karma with that. Maybe they're able to heal some ancestral things that were going on. And maybe they, there's something so much bigger going on there that we don't understand that we maybe we can't conceptualize it in our third dimensional realities, but there's something so much bigger going on there and bless their souls and their hearts for coming in and, and, and taking part in that as well as those who had transitioned through the pandemic. Bless their hearts and souls for being such a catalyst of, of emotional shift for us. Everyone knows somebody, right? Everyone's experienced it and have grieved it and, and experienced the loss and what a powerful thing to bring everybody into such a deep state of love and compassion for each other as we go through these things. And we did it globally. The love and compassion was global. It was all around the world. 
compassion for everyone, no matter where you live, no matter what part of the world you're on. And it just keeps expanding that way. Can you see the expansion? Yes, these things were not pleasant to go through, but look at the energy and the expansion that happened during them and the changes that are being made because of them and the eye-opening things that are happening of, of the control and the different things that are now being brought to light that people were so busy in their lives they didn't notice before. So many things, positive things coming from these experiences. One of the things that, that we brought up that seemed to bring Tracy a little peace of mind, she's, and she's giggling because she can, she can visualize this because she has children that love to play the video games, right? So you have, you have everybody with a controller in their hand and they're playing a video game. And, and as they're playing the video game, maybe one of the characters gets, you know, three strikes are out and they're no longer part of the video game. In life, three strikes are out, you're no longer part of the video game. Well, are you grieving this person's no longer part of the video game? Or are you thinking, oh, well, they're just sitting right next to me with their controller in their hand and they're just gonna start over and come back into the game and catch up, catch up to us in a minute because they gotta start from the beginning again. And so if you think of it like that, each and every one of you has another master part of you that has the controller and they're, they're playing the game, right? Your soul is that, that other aspect of you. When you leave this earth, you aren't just going into nothing. You go back to that part of you and then you re-strategize and you decide, well, where am I gonna go now? What experience am I going to have now? Do I want to change games? Do I want to go back into this one? Do I want to put it down for a little while and rest? What do I want to do? And if you can start wrapping your mind around the idea that, that you, are, you are a player in a game, you are learning so many things. It is an emotional game. It is a very advanced game. It is a very organic game. You have a physical body and you're on a physical wor world where you're learning many things. But when you leave here, that's not the end. And so as these people have set it up in their journey to transition at certain times, they're moving on to something, we call it graduation day. They're moving on to something more exciting, more exhilarating, bigger. And maybe they are coming back in as, as these other collectives that are here to help in other higher dimensional realms. So they played the part that they were gonna play in the earth and now they're gonna go and play another part from another perspective in another dimension, another reality, join the star system, be part of the Palladians or the Octurians or the uh, Andromedans or whatever collective they feel drawn to and participate from that level. And so think of it in a bigger picture. There's so much more going on. And there's, there's so many things coming into this planet right now, so many different vibrations and frequencies. And again, getting this world set up getting the vibration set up so that the hybrids can come in. They're going to look just like you. They're going, to, they're going to behave just like you. They're going to come in and they're going to bring in the higher vibrations to help seed it and keep it in that vibration so that the heavier and denser energies cannot penetrate that. As you evolve into that again, illness will fade away, depression, sadness, jealousies, all of these lower frequencies are going to start fading away as these beautiful beings start joining us. The hybrids are mostly human, the ones that are going to be coming in with aspects of the other collectives seated in them through the hybrid system. And they're going to carry these, these other vibrations, these other frequencies, and they're going to anchor those 
frequencies and light within the planet to help hold and sustain these vibrations. As we said, a lot of you are moving in energies into the grids, into the ley lines, into the water, into all of the air and everything. And as you do that and, and set the vibration of the planet into a new frequency, that's inviting new things to happen. And so some of you might find yourself coming across these beautiful beings and thinking to yourself, there's something special about that person. There's something special about that human. And you might, as you keep evolving, you might start to be able to recognize which, which ones among you are from the hybrid systems and which ones are, you know, or who is not, who is and who is not. So there's a lot of fun and exciting things to start looking forward to. There is going to be some shifts along the planet. This is the year to set the grids to get everything in place. Next year, you're going to see more of that transition and change into those other frequencies. That's also when you're going to start seeing more of the, uh, the ships and uh, the spacecraft coming through where it's undeniable that that is there. And there's going to be a lot more uh, awakening happening in 2023. And Tracy was talking to Jason about how everything is going so fast. Everything's moving so fast. You guys were talking about that. And we say to you, it is going fast because there's so much work being done right now. So much is happening that, that you remember when you are busy, when you are, when you got a project at home, it seems like the day goes fast, right? And then when you've got nothing to do on your board, it seems like the day is forever. Well, you guys are going through some rapid changes and some rapid things are happening and you're working even in your awake stage, you are working at another dimension. You are working in a multidimensional field of energy. And so even when you are not aware, maybe you're sitting and watching a TV show, maybe you're at work doing something, maybe you're eating dinner, whatever it is, there's another layer to you, another version of you, another vibration of you that is still holding energy and moving energy and doing work and having all of this happen. And that's why you're day feels like it's moving so fast because you are always in this this field of energy that is working and moving and doing things and you've got things going on and then at night when you can leave your body and amplify that energy from your from your etheric body and some of you move out of this avatar body into another avatar body and you go sit on councils and you go do a lot of other things and maybe maybe these human bodies are the avatar and one of those other bodies is the actual original form of you. So, so many things to think about, right? So many things to expand your mind on. Do you have questions at this point, Jason? Sure. Just a couple. Just a couple. Mm. <laughs> I'll let it be your choice. So you can either go more into the great awakening. You brought it up a couple of times or anything you can add or see on your side about how fuel prices are going up? Why not? We'll, we'll do them both. Uh, if we forget about the fuel prices, remind us and we'll go into that. But the great awakening is always happening. You are in it. You are part of it. It is frequencies. Everyone listening to this is, is part of the collective of beings that is here to, to consciously participate in the great awakening you wouldn't be listening to this if you weren't consciously wanting to know what is going on right and so you are consciously participating in the great awakening you are part of this cycle you are you could even be the 
the DNA of the hybrids that are coming in because most likely you have hybrid children on the other side. Now we say to you, you could be 30 years old and have adult children on the other side because you have come in, maybe you're female, you were born with the eggs, um, with all of your eggs within you already. And so if you if you had eggs harvest, harvested as you were a child, then you could have children that are about the same age as you in the hybrid system. So we say to you, when people feel familiar, when people feel like they are part of you, are connected to you, soul, soul connections, there is good chances that there's a lot more to that than you realize. Maybe there's, there is some DNA in, in that soul as well, or in that person as well, that is connecting to you. There's a lot of things going on with these different programs. There has been hybrids seated within this planet already. A lot of Palladian energies are among you. A lot of people that have been through the Atlantean lifetimes, the Lemurian lifetimes have come back into these lifetimes and lived other lifetimes as well. A lot of the people that have been through the Holocaust have come back into these lives as well. It is an army of beings, of humans, of souls that are saying enough. It's enough. We're done. We're done of these, these collapsing. We want to collapse these systems of power over people and collapse the manipulation of free will, collapse that and move into the freedoms again, move into systems that are built to love and sustain all of society, not just some of society. And so all of this is happening as we, as we keep talking about it, it is evolving, it is growing. It takes a little time to, to collapse one and, and implement another, but we say to you, when it is all done, you'll look back and, and look at everything that you have been through. And again, we want to say to you, you get to choose your experience with it. You can choose how you look at it, how you interpret it, how you experience it. And is it working for you or against you? Is it, uh, what is happening here? Are you being forced into something? Why are you being forced into something? Where is it pushing you? Where is it taking you? Let go of the resistance and start looking at what's happening. If you are, if you are needing to move, maybe your landlord says, I need you out of, your, out of the rental home. And now you've got to go find a new place to live. And you are saying, what's happening here? Why is, why is the world just dumping down on me right now? And we said, don't do that. Say, okay, you just opened a door for me. I, I need to find a new location. Where is it that you want me to go? Show me the way. Open the doors for me. Make this an easy transition for me so that I can move easily into the next thing that you would like for me to have happen. Where are my opportunities? And be in the flow of what is happening, it will take you to elevated things. So yes, again, you can be in the chaos or you can create a different reality for yourself. But there will always be that chaos going on right now because it is collapsing old systems. People, there are people on this planet that in order for them to fully get to their awakened state, and this is okay, there is no judgment, there is nothing wrong with this, they need things to collapse around them so that the things that they always believe to be true, they have to see, they have to see that they were the illusions. And so as they have been putting their trust and faith in the illusions 
and those illusions are collapsing around them, you see why they need to fall or they need to collapse, they need this or that. You know how many people put their faith in somebody that they see as a powerful position. You've got doctors, you've got lawyers, you've got politicians, you've got the government, that the presidential office, you've got all of this and people put their whole heart and soul into knowing and thinking that these teachers, the universities and all these things are telling them the right things. So they have to learn and, and they're going to learn is maybe what you would call the hard way as they fall and collapse around them so that they can see that there is other ways and they're going to start seeing that other people have figured it out. And they're going to start finding those people and they're going to start doing their awakening. And if you thought you woke up fast, if you're, you're one of those that says, yes, that whole last two, two and a half years has been very expansive and explosive for me. How crazy is that? Well, when when the next level comes in, just think of how much easier you made it for them as you put that in the collective. And so they're going to say, wow, that last three months has been so expansive for me. And they're going to be caught up to where you were or where you are after two years. And so it happens very rapidly. Things are happening rapidly. And so you might sit there and say, but look at how much of the population is still in this place. And we say to you, look how fast it can change. And look how how beautiful that change has been for you. And can you imagine that beautiful change happening for everyone? It's going, it's happening as their worlds that they always knew to be are no longer. They have to start looking at something else and finding something else to believe in and, and find their truth and migrate towards that. So yes, the great awakening. We are, we are up to our chins in it, right? And better things coming for the future, but we have to still get through we're, we're still walking through the mud, right? We're still getting through the sticky stuff, but there are much better things coming for the future. And again, as you step into the advanced technologies that are gonna come in and all of those things, which we've already talked about, so we won't go into that. But all of that stuff is still in alignment to be brought into this world, into this reality and moved into that fifth dimensional frequency. More and more people every day are being activated in their true and highest self. They're starting to find out who they are. They are finding their teachers, their mentors, the ones that they had set up in their life to be the one to help them awaken. More and more people every day are awakening. They're finding that next level. They're finding it, they're finding it. You are finding it. You are awakening. You keep moving up. You keep expanding. It is happening everywhere. If it's happening for you, it can happen for everyone. And so with that, now let's go to those gas prices. Well, they're just going to mess with you with that as much as they can, because they know summertime is coming, right? They know everybody's going to get out their RVs and their, their new campers and whatever else, because that was the only thing you could do for the last couple of years. So now they're, they're going to try to, they're going to try and play with you with all the traveling plans and vacation plans and what is it? Spring break is coming. So let's make that expensive too, right? And so it is, it has always happened. If you go back and you look at your, your history, when, whenever the prices of gas go up, isn't there something else going on around that as well? Something political, something going on. Mm -hmm. And so there is always something else behind the gas prices going up other than what you were being told that it is. There is always some underlying thing going on to create chaos within home families and homes and and to add 
it is a control thing. It is another control thing. So you get to decide, is it going to control you? Or are you going to thank the universe for that unexpected check in the mail that's giving you plenty of money to pay for the extra expensive gas to do whatever it is that you are going to do. And you're going to hold gratitude for all the love and support that comes in in the financial ways to keep your family afloat during any anything that is causing you an extra strain. And so again, choose your experience and hold your gratitude for, for the world that is being created around you that does support you, love you, and keeps you safe in this crazy time, right? So yes, there are a lot of motives behind the gas prices and hmm, we'll see how many more times they can pull that or that fully gets exposed. Did we answer that for you? Yeah, so that's an interesting viewpoint. So in a way, raise the gas prices to keep the population from moving around, from like keeping them keeping them still with the high uh, gas prices and then instead of them you know people are able to move around and look around and meet other people try to keep them local and in one spot that's an interesting way of looking at it well how many times did you hear them advertising the staycation over the last two years your staycation stay home and and do this and do that and do this and Yes, the, the interacting and, and bonding and community. If people are out having fun, is that serving their purpose? And, mm. and they, to some degree, they want to have you think that, that going out and having fun is, is okay. It is, it is good, right? But if you get, um, if you limit what people can do, then you still have some control over it. So you don't have all these families flying around going to Disney World and Hawaii and, and the beautiful beaches of Mexico and all the different things. There's still gonna be some people that can do that, but it's gonna be the more elite group. It's going to be those who have been more fortunate in the last year with their finances and the ones who, who have not been able to to put away money in the same way are going to be the ones, again, the hardworking uh, lower class citizens that aren't gonna be able to afford to do the fun things that they were hoping to do if the gas prices keep climbing. And, and again, injustice, imbalances, everyone should be able to go out and, and enjoy and have time with their families and be able to celebrate wherever you know, travel around and be able to explore that. That is one of the things, that is just one. There's other things, political things going on that they're probably, hey, look over here at these rising gas prices and get everybody gets affected by that, right? And so everybody's getting worked up about these gas prices and then they start reserving themselves elsewhere, don't they? Oh, well, I if I got to buy if I got to fill my tank twice a week, just to get back and forth to work, then we're not going to be able to go out to dinner or we're not going to be able to do the movie night or we're not going to be able to, and they start cutting back in other places. It's just a lot of economical mastery and manipulation. There's, we could not, we could go on and on the different effects that it's having. Mm. Interesting. So in a way, it's also like a form of uh, control. Very much so. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Well, 
thank you very much for that information. Uh, if you don't mind me asking this question, I know you mentioned the hybrid children. Now, this will be a question on my side, throwing around the idea, and it's kind of funny that you have the hybrid children's uh, comment earlier, and it also talks about in Sarah's book, and which that's going to be coming up in an interview video pretty soon, where the hybrid children is discussed, and I was throwing around the idea should I create a series like I did with the New Earth versus New World Order, create a new series as well that deals with questions that deal with the hybrid children? Is there something more that we need to know about or more that we need to figure out? Well, it would be a good time to introduce the series. We get chills from head to toe when you say that, by the way, uh, because the more people who are aware that there and these will not be children when they come in they, they we just call them hybrid children because they are they are dna how do we want to say that they are probably your children your children or your uh your higher um generations children because they are adults when we see them and they have already been through a lot of training they do remember who they are and there will be certain people who get to have these conversations with the hybrids that as they come in and they will know which ones they can trust and which ones they can't because they're going to read your energy. They're going to be able to read your frequencies. And so maybe that would be fun to have a series on that where you could, you could do a series on how to identify or show on how to identify the hybrids or how to interact with the hybrids to to have the highest benefit out of that interaction. What are they here to do? What's happening with them? And so on and so on. So yes, that would be a good series. Well, thank you very much. I guess that's kind of can be part of my little bit of announcement. Stay tuned for the new, a new series yes. coming out. <laughs> we think that would be, we think that many, many would benefit from it. Just and give me a few months to work on that one. Okay, fellas and ladies. <laughs> All right, well, with that being said, we got a uh, probably like 10, 20 more minutes left. Do you have any messages for the collective or you can go into any messages for the group watching this video? Yeah, let us, let us scan the audience here for you. This is always one of our favorite times to scan the audience. I know. <laughs> what comes in for us. And it's always such a, it, it is always, is building up and building up and building up. And that is the exciting thing. There is always, there's always more and more listeners every time. And somebody is very connected to Stonehenge. Somebody is part of part of the activation of Stonehenge. We're feeling a lot of energy coming in with that. There is an activation. Uh, if you are drawn to Stonehenge or you live near Stonehenge and you are listening to this, you feel compelled to be listening to this part of the message, you are going to be part of the activation of as we said, these ley lines are, there's new energy coming into the ley lines and it's going to activate the grids again, the pyramids and, and the sacred sites and all of that. And so you are participating in the activation and reactivation maybe is what we should say of Stonehenge. And so if that draws to you, you listen to that. That is message for you. If, if you are not drawn to it, let's see what else there is out there. Maybe we'll find one you're drawn to. There is somebody that is thinking about getting one of the healing, a healing bed or a healing, 
cylinder, cylinder. It looks, it looks like you lay on it. There's something to do with the vibrations that it puts out. I don't, it, it, there's a bed that you lay on and it is about the healing. And we know, Jason, you were making your crystal healing bed that <laughs> sure it was. Is little, it is a little different than that, but there, there is, um, somebody is creating this. Somebody is creating a healing, it, it, you know, those tanning beds where you, you lay down and then they bring the top down over you. It is something like that, that we see. It is something that you will be encompassed in. Um, rather you sit in a device or you lay down on a device, but there's a frequency a frequency that gets put out into this device that is raising the vibration of the body. Um, somebody is thinking about purchasing something of this nature. Mm. I say to you, uh, you are on the right track. You're on the right track. It feels like you have, just keep asking to be led to the highest vibrational purchase that you can find. And that you work with the highest vibrational group of people that are working with these, uh, with, with this healing, we don't even have container, healing container. Uh, but yes, this is a very, this could be a very good direction for you to go if you were trying to make a decision on that. Okay, hopefully that person's going to know that was very specific. So we think they will know who we're talking to. Uh, we hate to say it this way, but if you were thinning in the top, if you have, if you were a balding, uh, balding person, or you shave your head and you you keep the top, keep your head shaved of hair, or bald, either way, uh, there is we are seeing a third eye activation. So if this is resonating with you, if you've been getting a buzzing on the forehead or the third eye location, or a little bit of a headache that. It is not a bad headache. It is a very functional headache. It is a very light headache. So if you are getting the deeper headaches, that is something different going on with you. There is a purging, a purging going on with you with the thought process that you have been resistant to let go if you are getting the deeper and more throbbing headaches. We, we know that you would say, well, can't I just say, can I let it go? Work with your collectives, work with your benevolent beings, your ET star collectives and ask them to help you you have to recognize what it is that you are not willing to let go. It is because you are stubborn. You are being very stubborn with something. Yes, we will get back to the other one, the third eye activation. But somebody is, or a collective of people are experiencing these headaches and it's because you're being stubborn and you need to let go of something there. You need to really think about, is it worth hanging on to this thing? Is it really worth hanging on to this anger, resentment, frustration, this, I wanna be right? Um, I want it done my way. How is that serving you? How is that working out for you? Time to let something go. And that is why the headache is coming in in the more drastic and deeper headaches. Now, the ones that we were talking about with the third eye activation, it is almost like it is almost like you're not even sure if you could call it a headache. You're just aware of it. It is pressure in the head. And they are doing some work with your third eye. You're going to start seeing... Um, we already talked about how people are seeing the tears in the fabric and, and there's, uh, you might see the little uh, spark in the, on the side of your eyes and something that makes you look. You are seeing the tears in the fabric. You are seeing uh, the matrix or the, uh, the programming 
shift and you're able to catch that with your eye, you're going to start being more aware of things that change like that Mandela effect where mm. you think, it, wait, yesterday it was like this, today it's like this. You're going to start becoming more aware of those shifts and changes. We want you to start documenting them. We want you to write them down because and take pictures of things if you want to, to kind of demonstrate because you're going to be telling your story to someone. And if you have your pictures and you can demonstrate and you can tell them what used to be there, how that used to look or how this used to be, the story that was before that isn't now or the story that's now that you don't remember from before. Um, it, it's going to be more you're going to be very much more aware of the shifts in the realities, the changes, the glitches, and all the good stuff. So if, if you're feeling that pressure on your head, and we know we said the balding man, that's the one that we saw. That's the, the one we saw. But if that resonated with you and you are feeling those symptoms, please know that that's your message as well. Um, and we know how we can get very specific sometimes. Um, we are seeing a teeter-totter. We are seeing a teeter-totter. What we think with the teeter-totter, what we are being shown here, is that there is, uh, there is a lot of bouncing back and forth still with that third dimension, fifth dimension, third dimension, fifth dimension. You are getting it figured out. Don't be hard on yourself. If you are feeling like you are having a bad day, don't worry about that. Don't, get, don't condemn yourself for that. Don't put yourself down for that because you are learning how to let go of that third dimension and teeter back into the fifth dimension. Tracy didn't stay in the fifth dimension for very long at a time. She teetered back and forth and teetered back and forth. And pretty soon it starts, it starts to go the other way more and stay there longer before it tips back. And then it'll stay there even longer before it tips back. It is, you are going through your process and through your process, you're going to start to heal the things that need healed so that you can become that vibrational match. So pay attention when you tip back into the third dimension. What is showing up for me? Why are these emotions here? Why did I just get triggered like that? Why is this scenario happening? Do your Sherlock Holmes around it, right? Bring in the energy of seeking those answers because you're, gonna, you're going to find yourself tipping towards the fifth dimension more and more often. And even when things start happening around you, when you start holding that frequency and that vibration, and you start recognizing and loving yourself and being true to yourself and stepping into all those energies that we keep talking to you about, then you're going to start to notice that even when the people around you, your loved ones around you, when they are still not in their true and authentic self and still in that third dimension, and they're doing things and manipulating and doing that type of thing, you're not going to be reactive to it like you used to be. You're going to look at it more neutrally than you used to. And you're going to find yourself uh, in a much better place and moving through things much faster. And then when you do that, you level them up with you. How great is that? You level them up with you because you didn't engage with them. And so then they reflected, and why didn't they engage with me? Why did, why did they just treat me like that? And then they're going to start thinking, well, Maybe I did something, maybe I, maybe I was the problem and, and they're gonna start figuring it out for themselves. So see the benefits and move into self-love, move into it, but you do have your teeter-totter for a little bit. So if those of you who are feeling the teeter-totter, just keep holding and sustaining longer and longer in that fifth dimension. You can do it, you will do it, you are doing it. You are amazing, keep up the good work. That's what we want to say about that. 
uh, you can see, you can hear Tracy's dog in the background, so we know that we don't. Have I thought I heard something. <laughs> yes, he's, he is wanting off the bed, and he knows he can't get off by himself. He will fall, and so now her attention is going towards that, and so we know that we will wrap this up now. Uh, not so a problem you, so many of you holding such beautiful energy we just want to thank you for that we want to just again as a collective let's all call it in for each other that your wishes your dreams your prayers all of it are answered your miracles are happening for you your lives are changing for the better holding so much gratitude that everything that you have ever been through is just leading you towards this most glorious and beautiful life all the changes you have made all the things that you have done to recognize within yourself what needs to happen or what needs to shift within you and you are doing the work and you are being the most brilliant most beautiful beings and you're connecting to your galactic counterparts and you're connecting to your angels and you're connecting to your master realms and you are stepping into your master energies and we thank you for all your service and for everything that you do and for all the work you're doing with the grid lines right now and for all the work that you're doing in your sleep states because we know that you have been working around the clock and we thank you for the energy that you've been putting into this beautiful planet to help turn it into something better, something worth coming back to visit again, right? And so we thank you for all of that. Thank you, Jason, for letting us be here and thank you everyone for being a part of our experience. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so was there anything you were seeing on your side with the ley lines, what they're showing you, anything? The water lines seem to be the thing that stand out to me, like they're um, like the oceans. Well, the like the veins of the earth, the under underground water lines is what they're what they're talking about uh, um, that are running beside the ley lines and and all of that. It's almost like they glow when the, when I'm seeing it in my mind. I'm seeing all these grids light up, all these you know meridian lines and pressure points and then the water lines kind of move through the earth as well and um and yeah so all these underground water veins that are going through the earth look like they're glowing and and then there's there's almost like a rainbow of energy that's going in and it's to me what's amazing is they show it like um like all these people are being activated in this expansion to bring in this energy. And so I kind of see it like little pins all around the earth, right? And then all these, these strings of energy coming into those little pins, and then they're bringing it into the earth. So that's how I kind of see it in my mind. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it's fun to be up here sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. the next thing would be, I know we brought up uh, what was going on in Ukraine, but was there anything special on your side that you could see? It was, it was pretty interesting stuff that came through. Um, the part that was really clear to me is to remember that the people that are um, what we would see as the victims of what's happening over there, that just like when the twin towers fell the people that were in the towers that was their contract to be there that was that was their agreement that's for their life it's this, it's the same thing the ones that crossed with covid that's what they came here that that was their destiny that's what they were going to do and we just need to remember that the people that are being affected in the negative way they're there because they know what a beautiful impact that's going to have as it pulls the compassion out of us. It, it helps us to, 
to step up and be like, you see women, you see children, you see people that are defenseless being bullied and, and kicked around or whatever force and all the ugly things. Of course, that's going to, to move us to, as a people, start standing up. And um, so if we can see how their service in that is creating a better shift for the planet, then, but yeah, they came here to play that role so that we could see and move in that direction and be more compassionate, loving, and kind and step into that energy. The next thing would be the awakening. Was there anything that was pretty cool on your side? Um, it's kind of like a different viewpoint, you know? Like, yeah. it was just like the way that they were so much. The way that they were describing the hybrids, I was sitting there going, I think I had one as a client the other day. And it made me think because the way that they were describing their energy, I was like, okay, I kind of had that happen, you know, and as we become more empathic, as we keep working with our mantis beings and bringing in our empath and our telepathy, I think we're really going to be able to recognize when somebody does come across our path that has that frequency of the hybrid energy. So that's going to be fun to me. It's like, okay, I want to see if I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> and then in my line of work, if I have them in a, in, as a client, I, when they're in hypnosis, I can ask, are you one of the hybrids? So yeah, today I met somebody that's um, actively involved with the healing domes, which we've talked about before, where you know, as I know, I know. A couple yeah. of times, in a way, at one time, the healing domes was even on an option, and now it looked like it came back, it circled back. Yeah. It's the timeline shift. It is, I think so. And when we were in that, that was an ascension activation session. When we were in it, we both felt a moment where, in my mind, when I feel a certain like, like your energy just kind of does this weird little jolt thing or when I do that, um, I always think I just jumped a timeline and that happened in the session. And I was talking to him about it. He goes, that happened with me too. So somewhere in this session that we had today, we jumped a timeline. Um, and I think it was the timeline of, he got activated in remembering his position with Sirius, with the Syrian councils and I think when that happened, that's when the timeline shift. He, he had another option to not remember that. And so now that he's going to consciously work with the Syrian Star Collective, um, maybe that put us on a different timeline. So that was interesting because we both felt it. I was like, that's usually the feeling I get when I, I think that's when a timeline shift happens. And it's just like this wave and like almost a jolt of energy in case anybody nice. wants to know what that felt like. <laughs> so, yeah. So you got goosebumps when I asked you about the, the new yes. series that I've been kicking around? Yeah. And something tells me that you're going to run across um, somebody that's probably actually one of the hybrids. Yeah. You may not know it, but you'll be interviewing one. That's my hit. So in the course of you finding the people you want to interview for that series, you're going to find, you're going to find somebody that fits the bill. Yeah. Cause uh, it was kind of funny. I was throwing around that idea 
because man, what came up? Something came up. It's also in Sarah's new book uh, with the Sphinx. So it's in there and it was very interesting. The viewpoint on it, like there's just so much hitting information that and uh, actually hold that up. That's Sarah's new book. If you don't have it, you can get it on Amazon. That is true. Thank yeah. you, Tracy. There you go. So I read the entire book. So I'm very, very anxious to interview Sarah to do a follow up and everything. So that happened. And then also um, just another video that came out and was talking about the hybrids. And then I already had a couple of clients that was involved with hybrids of some sort of fashion, you know, yeah. whether they had a child. And, and my first client, matter of fact, had a a child and she was going to be re reunited with that child in a few years so it's yeah. already been two it's already been two years so i have to touch base with her be like hey well we're preparing it right now for men <laughs> right know? right these are being pumped in and like we we're talking the schumann resonance the solar flare all these shifts in the energy are preparing it and the children of the sun which we've talked about before mm -hmm. are also coming in um, because the vibration has been lifted and they're also going to be able to help hold and sustain that energy which will make it easier for the highly sensitive uh, hybrid group to come in so yeah there's so many so many layers yes <laughs> yes there's so many layers but yeah and Cool. You showed uh, Sarah's book with the Sphinx that even gives it even more layers to it. I'm going to have to go read that part, but you know, that's always the fun part when I don't read something yes. and get the same information. Right. And so now, now that the information's out, now I can go read it. So. No, no, no. Don't read it. Don't read it. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's compare notes. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's funny, I'm, you know, I was telling Jason, I've got a stack of books here that I don't read because I know, yeah, but then it's fun, like all the Dolores <laughs> books, you know, not being able to read those, no matter how many times I picked them up. And then I channel and you tell me that's in Dolores's book. So now you're telling me that's in Sarah's book, the new, the new uh, <laughs> QHHT book writing woman, Sarah Grossman Cosme. So, yeah. Anyway, yep. it's, it's very interesting. So I will say it's it's if you ever read Dolores Cannon's books, it's it's very much like picking up where she left off. Yeah, you know what I mean. So and what are the odds that I met her at level two and so yeah, on? That's how you know? three of us met. Mm -hmm. yeah. What are the odds of all that happening? <laughs> <sighs> Coincidence? Pretty good. Pretty I good think odds. Not. <laughs> they're gonna get us there one way or another right so, mm -hmm. yeah so fuel prices that was very interesting what you said about fuel prices kind of like to keep us from moving from intermingling and just as soon as you, know, you keeping that, us down in a way i was seeing people with their camp trailers and their rvs and stuff which are gas guzzlers right so with gas prices being up, they won't be able to go far. They won't be able to travel like they were going to. I have a feeling some people will be like, you know, screw it, I'm going anyway. And then other people are going to be like, okay, well, we're going to have to rethink this. <laughs> rethink this. So instead of 
getting to go to the coast, we're going to go to, you know, six miles this way into the woods or whatever. And so they're not going to get to, it, it just feels like disappointment. There's going to be disappointment. Well, there's definitely a collective out there that likes to keep us stressed and worried and in fear and disappointment and sadness and, and keep us under control with that kind of stuff. I, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not saying that that's the collective that's doing it, but it sure seems like it's in alignment with keeping everybody like they're controlling how much we can do. Yeah. Yep. And not even, you know, when you said it like that, I was like, oh, that's very interesting way of thinking about it, you know, because you had the lockdowns mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, <laughs> there's even memes out there saying, oh, you think, uh, you know, the restrictions are lifted, you can go anywhere you want. And it's like, <laughs> there's another meme underneath that says, guess again, gas buddy. <laughs> oh, really? See? Yeah. yeah. There you go. More confirmation. <laughs> so, yeah. So now you can't, you still can't go. And the gas prices, we were just talking about flights and airline tickets and mm -hmm. they're going skyrocket. So, you know. No, I need to get my flight for, uh, for that trip in May. Oh, yeah. That's Secret right. Secret space conference. You see uh, Suzanne Spooner and her mm -hmm. lecture. Yeah. 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 There's that one too. Dang it. So many things. I know. Where's teleportation when you need it? It's coming. It's coming, it's coming. soon. We're going to be really excited to replay this one when we have teleportation. We'll be like, remember when we were complaining that we didn't have this? Now we do. <laughs> it's in the archive. You, I know you brought it up. I know you definitely brought it up, the teleportation type of stuff. But someone else brought it up, too. And I thought that was pretty cool. You know? Yeah. And someone was kind of like, you know, it, it kind of looks like a hologram, but somebody was working on a certain technology, but it looks, it, to me, I think it's a hologram, but everybody was so amazed by it. So, yeah, you know, one step closer to it. Step closer. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be, wouldn't it? But we're going to, we're going to get the whole thing figured out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was there anything else? Before I let you go, um, no, uh, I covered everything. I do want to say you were saying that the um, teleportation. Somebody else brought that up. We had talked about, and I don't think we got to do it on this one. Um, I know we talked about twin flames before and um, those kind of unions, and. I just want to say this because I know it affects a lot of people. The twin flame unions are, um, they're, they're graduating into the sacred union. So the twin flame union is um, where you trigger, so soulmates, you heal karma from other lifetimes, right? And then twin flames come together and you trigger e each other. So uh, my twin flame would trigger me to heal my inner stuff and and the stuff that's going on for me personally, not karmically, right? So twin flames trigger each other into their own self-healing. And then when that is complete, then the sacred union can come together. And sometimes, and most of the times, that will be that twin flame connection turns into the sacred union where they're no longer going to trigger each other in those, those 
and fun ways of working through your stuff. You, now your stuff is done. Now you get to have that union that you were wanting. Some people will leave that twin flame union because their sacred union is, a, is yet another relationship that they'll go into. Because some people are working out their twin flame is, can be a sibling, it can be a parent, it can be a friend. And so if they're in that scenario, then they're going to, going to be able to heal that relationship and then move on to the sacred union. So anyways, sacred unions are coming up. So I hadn't really um, done much with twin flame sacred union stuff. And one day all of that stuff was coming up. And I was told by a listener that that was so crazy. I listened to you talk about the sacred unions. And then I went over and uh, like a week or two later, I was listening to another channeler and they started talking about sacred unions. And then this other guy started talking about sacred unions. So I just want to say, that's how it works. It gets put out in the collective in the grid, you know, and um, we all are picking up this information. But what fun and wonderful confirmation for all of you going through a twin flame connection keep at it, keep working, you're doing great, get to that sacred union, so that you can have that beautiful relationship that you had been working so hard for, going through all your, your, I don't know, it's not fun to get triggered and all your stuff, so make it through that, you get to, you get to have the prize at the end. So. And if I remember correctly, sacred union is, is a little bit different from twin flame, like a sacred union could be like, to family members or friends, business partners as well, correct? If I remember correctly. This, the sacred union, I was understanding that was, that would be more of an intimate relationship. The twin flame could be, okay. could be any of the other things. Yeah, your, your twin flame isn't necessarily going to be a romantic partner. But gotcha. the sacred union, I believe, is a romantic partner. But I could be wrong. Maybe one of those others have more information on that. But um, that's my understanding is that. All right. Time will tell. Yeah, we'll <laughs> get it figured out. But again, we're, we're setting up this beautiful energy and frequency to bring more of that in because that is a higher vibrational um, relationship, regardless if it's romantic or not. It's going to be a higher vibrational relationship where you amplify um, you know, if you come together with a twin flame, you know, you're amplifying that energy mm -hmm. to a soulmate. It's like so much brighter while well, you come into a sacred union times that by 10 or more or whatever, it gets even bigger. We have animals making the weirdest noises tonight. Oh, that was uh, your dog? <laughs> yeah, it was the little one. Little Latte was making that noise. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so anyway, as you was getting yeah. bigger and bigger, I was thinking of like the fish story. I caught a fish. And it was this big. There and we I was go. Like, I got a sacred <laughs> union, and it was this big. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyways, if people, I know, I know personally some people that have been going through twin flame stuff and the journeys and the, you know, you got your chaser, the runner, the push, the pull, the uh, triggers, the the ups and downs with all of that. So I just want to encourage people that feel like that is what they've been going through, that it's not for nothing. You're getting there. And you'll you'll get a hmm. you know very loving relationship in the end of that, rather it's with that person or someone new comes in. So all right. Yeah. 
all right, I'm done talking. But you just triggered that in me when I when you were saying, you know, other people were saying the same things. So I was like, oh, I wonder if that's important to talk about. And it kind of felt uh, like uh. someone needed to hear it. Or maybe multiple people needed to hear it. Hang right. in there. Hang in there. <laughs> Keep doing your work. But um, yeah, so that's all I got. That was uh, our last video, correct? Where, where we were talking about that? Might have been. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Don't ask me to remember much these days. I think it was <laughs> on the thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think it was on the thumbnail and it was the whole subject was about that, I think. <laughs> yeah, I know that we've talked about it. Just mm -hmm. where is that? Oh yeah. Yeah, so I, I just think it's it's cool because when we go through these journeys and we get this information and we get it, we get it, we get it. We're like, okay, I've been pumping that information out to everybody. Um, and then, you know, you kind of want to see things actually come to light, come to fruition, actually happen. And this is actually starting to happen. We're, we're now starting to see things happen that two years ago we were talking about. And so it is exciting when we're on that journey and, and the things that we're talking about are actually coming around and happening so yay yay everybody yep. <laughs> all right awesome as always great information great stuff coming through as always just when i thought I'm like oh man what are we going to talk about this time <laughs> i'll find something all kinds of new stuff yep daniel daniel will never disappoint right yeah, and Daniel gave me some homework to start working on. Yeah, I get those. Not right now. Together. Not right, right now. <laughs> It'll be a couple months at least. A couple months from now, it might be too late. I don't know. It might yeah, be standing maybe. behind you. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's exciting. We're going to be finding some of these beautiful, wonderful, helpful energies, beings that are, some of them are part of us. You see one that looks like Jason, let me know. <laughs> I do have a twin out there. Do you? Yeah. And his name is Jason. What? I never told you that story. I think there's a big story there. Oh, I know. Make sure you subscribe. <laughs> so <laughs> next time. <laughs> you will save that for next time. Making a note. Talk about the twin Jason. Mm-hmm. Well. Doppelganger. Well. <laughs> With that being said, don't hang up, but we're going to wrap up this video. Bye, call everybody. it a night. Another one yes. down in the books. Oh, yes, that one down. All right. Take care. Have a good night. Bye, everyone.